Good morning and good afternoon and good evening again from uh, from me, MC Strano, co-host of the MindWorld podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, MindWorld is the podcast where we talk about everything new and exciting in the digital and mining and natural resources industry. With me, as as always, or mostly, is my co-host, Jan Ruth. Yeah, sometimes these days, MP, uh, good morning and good afternoon to the audience. And uh, we are so grateful, MP, that people are still visiting this and still increasing and giving us some of their time. Uh, time is the most precious commodity that people have. And uh, I'm also grateful to you um, that you've stuck with me through the times when we were shaping this. And maybe there are still some further shaping to be done. Yeah, and congratulations, MP. Absolutely, and back at you as well. The reason why we are so self-congratulatory, if that's the right word, <laughs> is, is because we have, um, as many of you may know, we've recently celebrated our 50th episode, and it takes me back to, to one of our guests who has a very successful podcast of his own, Tom, Tom Raftery, who is a, an innovation evangelist with, and futurist with SAP. And he used an interesting uh, phrase. He said, many podcasts start and then they suffer from what he called pod fade <laughs> sometime into the process. And, and I think we experienced a little bit of that uh, every now and again, or, or maybe pod fatigue here or there, but, but we did manage to pull through those initial slow phases. And I'm happy to say that we've just seen blue skies ahead and, and an excellent take up of the podcast and uh, more and more listeners or plays, as it's called. And we're, we're very excited and happy about that. Yeah, three years ago, we were just kids with a crazy dream, MP. <laughs> and, uh, and now we are teenagers, you know, we've uh, survived 50 mark and uh, still carrying on. And we're hoping that we can serve our community further with the things that we do and talk about. And that's what we want to talk about today, what we have achieved the last year. Yes, today we will be doing a bit of a review of the past year uh, specifically and maybe a bit wider than that looking at some of the very interesting topics that we had the privilege of discussing on the on the uh, podcast as well as some of the interesting guests that we've had on and we want to just bring you all in and share our excitement <laughs> and our joy with you as well so john why don't you maybe fall in and just in, remind us all again now this mind war podcast why did we decide to do this? Do you still remember what our what our whole purpose was behind this? MP, uh, all industries are busy changing. Some have rapidly changed. Some are easily identifiable. I think some of the younger people can't remember how it was before Uber and uh, don't understand. So us people in the industry knows what's sitting behind or potentially sitting behind an Uber platform. Um, so uh, consumers can easily identify with how things can be better. But can they do yeah. it and can we as business people and specifically us in the mining and construction industry, can we imagine how it can be better? And yeah. when we built the platform, just like Uber, if I take that example now, we were really struggling to get people to understand in mining where it's dark, if you're underground, it's hot and it's complex, highly, highly complex to get the logistics in place, keep the safety, etc. To explain what the impact of a platform is but then we said let's not try and do it ourselves there are so many people that we constantly meet up with that sort of agrees with us in five minutes 
yeah, it's going to be better. We're going to yeah. urbanize mining. And if you have this and that and the following that each of our guests have, it will be better and the future is going to look different. So then we said, mm. why do we not bring in those specialists to talk about their stuff? And I think MP, it's also a good time to remind ourselves that mine warp is not mine RP. As I jokingly say, um, we do this uh, without salary. Uh, mine RP is paying us <laughs> for it, but we are not a spokes channel for mine RP, but for how the industry is busy changing. So MP, mine warp. We want to warp people's minds with a D, but we also want to put your mind into warp speed after you've listened to all of these ideas of these opinion makers and people in the industry. Uh, everyone knows the story of the frog in the pot, you know, and if you put a frog in a pot full of boiling water, they obviously don't like it very much, and <laughs> the frog will jump out. But if you gradually increase the temperature in the pot, starting with cold water, then before the frog knows it, it's boiled. And I think something that we set out to achieve also with this was to just kind of raise the general awareness of the value that the digital solutions and uh, and digital transformation can bring to the natural resources industry. And we're going to do this not by advertising this product or that product uh, or anything like that, but rather by putting thought leaders from the industry in front of our listeners and in front of ourselves. So we learn as much as the rest do. You know, when you're watering your garden with a, with a hose pipe, uh, you know, both the, the garden and the hose pipe gets wet. <laughs> and we are the hose pipe in this instance. So we learn as much as, as everyone else does. So it's a great pleasure for us to do this as well and a privilege for us to, to participate in, in, in this journey. That's definitely so. Because we're excited about it, we're going to share some interesting st statistics for you all. Uh, about the Mine War podcast, as we said earlier, it took sticking with it initially when when there wasn't a great take up and when we didn't still didn't know what to do or or how to do things. We've been going for just short of, of three years now, and initially we had what was it, John, about one episode a month maybe, and then that started to increase to two a month, and now we are fairly proud uh, of it that the podcast is now going out weekly. Together with our podcast producer, Jan Levenberg, and we'll have her on in a bit. Over the past three years, we've had about just short of 10,000 plays of the, uh, of the episode. And the nice thing about that is that the past year saw more than 50% of that. And, and so we can see a logarithmic curve there, a, a great growth over the past year. And I think I'll put that down. Maybe not only John, uh, you and I maybe have started to improve the formula a little bit. Also to the fact that we've managed to get on some really interesting people and people with real opinions and valuable opinions. So maybe you can expand a little bit before I add on add in some more stats about how we do that and who qualifies to be a guest on, on Mindwalk. Epi, when we uh, were still uh, Minopi, not owned by Epiroc and living on airplanes and flying across the world, we met with very interesting people. And uh, very quickly, after explaining to them our vision, they would reflect and tell us about their vision. So we bumped sure. into lots of interesting people with opinions about what the future looks like. And uh, the first podcast was from uh, Adrian Davidse from Deloitte very interesting views about what the future looked like. And as our journey extended and met more and more people, we are now tapping back into three or four years of travels and peoples that we have met. So who do we put on here? People with strong opinions. People that's opinions 
might not be mainstream. I think about your guests of SAP, Tom Raftery, yeah, with, with his podcast on climate change. I mean, three years ago when we spoke climate change, you felt ostracized. And uh, he's been doing that for, for some time and been having a very strong voice on it. And we'll go through some of the examples now. Um, I'm taking, mm. for instance, Rikus Grimbeek with uh, CEO of Trivali with strong views about how mining must be different. And he's busy yeah. implementing that. So those are the people that we want. Where do we get them? Well, we bump into them all the time, but MP, we are hoping also that our listeners will tell us who we need to interview on this podcast. Absolutely. I think it's a, a benefit for us that we, that we out of the course of our business, we meet very interesting people. Uh, but we also make it our business to share and share alike. You know, I think we expect listeners to support us. Uh, then it is our responsibility as hosts to make sure that we find people who are really interested. And I think that point that you talk about share and share alike is something that some, some people have commented to us and that's listening to the podcast. And they yeah. are saying that innovation and the speed of innovation that we require for this industry can only happen if there's a shared consciousness growing. And will only happen through people that are sharing freely and not trying to sort of clamp down on stuff. Yeah, we've, we've often talked about the difference between an ecosystem and an ego system. And we've talked about combination or the collaboration uh, of, of different opinions and different companies in order to add value for any given mining company. And that's why we look at people who we find interesting, but not only interesting well-informed and people who are experienced in doing uh, in doing the things that they proclaim that they can do. And um, it's interesting uh, that many of our uh, speakers and our guests uh, would uh, talk about, you know, some mining change agent thing like technology or et cetera. But most of them spend a lot of their time talking about the people, taking the people along, taking society yeah. along, taking governments along. Uh, Andy well, Reynolds, okay. for instance, had very strong views of Taking, taking governments with, uh, with us because they're listening to investors and investors, you know, don't have all the input yet about how things are busy changing. Absolutely. Looking at, at Andrew Lane there, talking yes. about, you know, the future of work uh, as an example you know, and, and removing the fears, removing the uh, obstacles to change is not, is absolutely not a technology job or a job for technologists. Yep. It is a job for, for industrial psychologists and, and, and people who understand the mind of business, if there is such a thing. Yeah. Interesting for us uh, as to uh, South Africans and, and uh, to add <laughs> insult to injury or <laughs> however you want to position that, to Afrikaans speaking blokes, you know, in, in South Africa, there's always this, this chip on the shoulder almost that, oh, we, we don't speak English too well. Um, even though we're an ex-English uh, colony, we're also an ex-Dutch colony and a recipient of many French immigrants like Jean. Uh, <laughs> my family is from uh, the Netherlands many hundreds of years ago and so on. But uh, it, was, it was therefore quite surprising for us as we started looking at where people listen to Manapi from. And in the past year... Uh, lo and behold, the vast majority of our listeners are in the United States, and they, as in by a country mile. And thereafter comes South Africa and Canada, Australia. Sweden has started to, to also appear on our list. Uh, I think that makes perfect sense given the uh, 
recent or fairly recent acquisition of Minor P by uh, by Epiroc. Welcome then, to our Epiroc listeners. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> then the Russian Federation, go and that's a surprise. That, one out. that was a surprise. I spent close on three months of my life in in Russia about two three years ago, um, starting up together with Bruce McBeth. Some interest in that uh, in, in in that region and and, and seeing if, if people there have the same problems and interestingly mines have the same problems all over and, the world. And MP, how surprised were we to understand their strategies for the future? Absolutely yeah. out there with the best thinkers that we have bumped into in the world about how life will look like in future, how an integrated life looked like, you know, what the platform should be able to do, etc. Absolutely. Uh, the UK is next, then Germany, Ireland, Bulgaria, India, Spain, and 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 Israel, and so on. So I'm wondering if it's Tom Tom Rafferty, Rafferty that uh, because he's living in Spain, right? Let's listen to seventeen <laughs> podcast MP. <laughs> that may be, that may be. So, uh, guys, thanks to everyone around the world for supporting us. It's been great. If I look at some of the most interesting topics, uh, statistically speaking, then the highest listeners uh, that we've had was to the two podcasts that we had about all things AI and ML, artificial intelligence and machine learning. And that's a big topic in mining, isn't it, John? Everybody, I think, has got that Uber factor in the back of their head to say, you know, when is my mind going to be Uberized, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next highest performer for us was uh, what happens when uh, innovation meets integration. And, and in there, we talked a lot, uh, a lot about the, the meeting between uh, digital technologies or digital innovation, such as what MyNRP brings to the table and many of our peers in the industry. And then what the equipment manufacturers, such as what EPRP is in. Sandvik and Caterpillar and Kumatsu and all of the others around there, how the meeting of these two worlds actually became a catalyst to digital transformation in the mining industry. That's also podcast number 43. And yeah, that was Mikael Ramstrom and Peter Mel, our CEO, and uh, Mikael, oh, the head of uh, the Epiroc uh, Technology Division. Very interestingly, something I don't know that came out on that podcast is that he spent his first, I don't know, what was it, 15 years in the space industry. I also didn't yeah. know that the town that they're living in, Sweden, is where all the space engineers live, uh, you know, making things to go out to space and live there for 30 years. Can you imagine being an engineer 20, 30 years ago and sort of uh, building stuff that'll go up there? You can't touch them. You can never bring them back, you know, with the electronics uh, state of those days. Yeah, absolutely. So watch this space for asteroid mining. <laughs> that, that'll be interesting. Interestingly, my first trip to Russia was as a guest of SAP, speaking at a conference there about the lessons we can learn from terrestrial mining as we as we look into the future with, uh, with asteroid mining or extraterrestrial mining as well. And then some of the podcasts that were also very, very popular. Two of them I want to mention. The one was in the past year. The other one was just a little bit longer than that ago. And, and one you've mentioned already, Rikus Grimbeek, who is the CEO of Trevali. That was a very popular podcast. Uh, and it's clear that our listeners like listening to real miners speak to, to the challenges and the solutions that they found. The other one that was equally popular was when we spoke with the ex-general manager of Mpuneng Mine, the deepest mine in the world, uh, Francois Nadia, and uh, about his 
pre-digitalization integration uh, solutions and, and now post-digitalization solutions. So uh, very interesting uh, how people like listening to real miners and not only a bunch of techies. <laughs> and uh, the, the one with Rikus MP, you would recall that we asked him, tell us the three things that you think should be different in mining. And then uh, he gave four things, okay? Mm. And that's podcast number 49. And I saw that he posted at the end of last week, he said, I was recently asked on a podcast uh, yeah. about the three things and I gave them four things. And the second one that he gave, the first one, by the way, was uh, safety needs to be planned in the huge amount of detail. We need to be able to secure now people's futures, specifically underground where they're mining. But the second one he said is 10 years ago in a coaching session that he had with somebody that was busy prepping him for new position said, how will you run your business differently if you get energy for free? What will you do differently? And I see there was quite a lot and a big discussion about that because he asked people, what do they think? And some people just didn't agree with that. But I think yeah. we're still on track yeah. for that. Absolutely. The next one that, that I think Bear is mentioning has a bit of a misleading name in our, in our list here. Uh, it's podcast number 41, Changing Mind Designs for the 21st Century. Uh, I, I think it must have, or it should have just been Changing Minds for the 21st Century. That was with uh, Andy Reynolds from Fire Resources. And we talked there about uh, the, the responsibility of mines to check the impact that they have on the environment and on communities. Just basically uh, how mines and countries and companies and individuals should be thinking differently about the way that we mine in order to make this inherently uh, unsustainable business uh, or, or unsustainable resource base at least a sustainable business going forward. Uh, Andy is such an inspiring guy. Uh, please listen to that uh, podcast 41. He's not only saying it, uh, he's living it, MP. And uh, he's absolutely truly and deeply convinced about how it needs to be changed and how urgent it is. And every time we talk to him, he reminds us of that. And when you see him posting on LinkedIn, you can see the urgency in, in him trying to get society to take the next step to transform to, to, for the sake of, of the people living around the mine and the communities, uh, as well as uh, nature, what we are doing to nature around it. Mm -hmm. I love speaking to Andy. We must get him on again and ask him has any of his dreams come true already. During the past year, we also talked to a lot of ecosystem partners or, or participants in the ecosystem in, in, in a variety of uh, shapes and sizes. Uh, companies who have worked with MineRP, companies who implement MineRP solutions, companies who make mines consume information in a way that is useful and, 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 and valuable to, uh, to that company. And these companies included big names such as DRA. Uh, we had two executives from, from DRA on recently, Tashis van Niekerk and, and Val Kutsi, and we talked about innovation, not only uh, digital innovation, but What's new in the way that mines mine? <laughs> you know, the move from diesel to electric and, and a variety of interesting topics there. We, we talked with quite a few people about the integration or the digitization of the supply chain, didn't we, John? I didn't join you for, for that one with the Palmer Raftery, uh, but I did join you for, uh, uh, for Inderson Naidu and also not for Tashis and Val. Oh, how 
handsomely surprised I was when I listened to that uh, to that one from DRA. I didn't know that they had a thousand engineers sitting in well through the company and that they're stretching from Chile all the way into what is it Russia? A great company to talk to, a great vision that they have, uh, great growth, and again, like you said to them, congratulations on what they've achieved. Absolutely. Enterprise Asset Management on a Dime with Yanni Potgieter from Collaborate was an interesting one. And between Yanni Potgieter from Collaborate and, and, and Tom Raftree and then Indris and Naidu, they were three guests that all talked to, to us about different perspectives on, on supply chain integration, how to, how to create an organization that can um, do things just in time and, and not just buy just in case, uh, as an example. But one of the I think quotes that was uh, that stood out for me came from Indras and Naidu, and he talked about human-centric supply chains. Yes, and yeah, he he, he focused on the way that we should be thinking about the uh, about the suppliers in the supply chain and yeah. the way the different different yeah. groups inside of the inside of companies, but inside of the bigger supply chain and logistical organism uh, interact with each other. That was that was a fascinating. Um, episode as well and I'd, I'd love to point our listeners back to that one as well uh, and that was and that was number 50 which was which was special because it was such a celebration for us that's right that was number 50 as well and uh, uh, <clears throat> the one with Yanni Potgieter collaborate a real deep understanding of our long-term medium-term planning should include you know all the logistics and the asset management um, parts planning components and how unintegrated or non-integrated all of mines are worldwide from that perspective and and essentially we are sitting with all the signals for demand we are we are sitting with it we've got it um, mm. it's just because it's complex data that nobody has tried to bring it together yet so he's a specialist in that area uh, podcast number 46. So John, there are many others that we could still bring in and probably should be bringing in and, and, and I want to apologize up front to, <laughs> to some of our guests if we haven't talked about them, I'm thinking of Jacques Erasmus, for example, ex-CFO from, from Sabania. You know, fascinating episode number 44 about ESG becoming the number one imperative in mining. And Paul, Paul Lucy, Lucy yeah. yeah, from Project 412, talking about innovation, specifically in the, you know, what happens down under. <laughs> and and now interesting... getting involved with hydrogen. I saw him posting about hydrogen as a source of energy and now I see on LinkedIn is getting involved with that. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. But I want to turn our attention to the uh, to the year ahead. If we look at the at the past year, there are some things that were uh, missing and some things that we that we'd like to to add. I, I grouped them under three major headings, the things that I that I think we should be adding to the Mindwalk podcast. The one is diversity, the other one is depth and the other one dollars. So diversity, depth, and dollars. A few topics I think that we want to add uh, to the ball uh, from a diversity perspective. More AI, more processing, more automation, and more people issues. Those are topics that, that our listeners are very interested in if we look at the, the, the way that our podcast is performing. So we're not only looking at those kinds of, of capabilities in the mining industry, are, are we? It's also much wider than that, and we want to extend to other industries. Our space platform has been shaped into uh, using the same technologies for the construction industry. And we very shortly will begin with our first project in that environment after 
showing that off to clients for the last, I think, two years. We were lucky that one of our current clients are trusting us enough to be able to get into that. And we will assist to build a plant. So uh, yeah. we'll be bringing um, a partner on board as well. Let's, uh, let's keep that as a secret uh, until we bring it on, uh, MP. But there are other industries like the automotive industry and shipping and the rail industry and the farming industry and so on that have absolute specialists uh, from whom the mining industry can learn a lot. And, uh, you know, we've sat in many panel discussions, uh, sometimes as part of the panel and sometimes facilitating it and sometimes just listening. And it's interesting that very often executives are asked, what other industries are you looking to to learn about, yes. about digital transformation, isn't it? Yes. So those are things that we want to bring on. And then uh, more diversity in geography. We've been fortunate to speak with people from many countries over the past year. but. It's something that I'm interested in is how are people doing things differently in different geographies? I'd love to learn more about how things are different in China or in Asia in general. And uh, we haven't spoken to that many people from Europe. The USA uh, is still, <laughs> this is unexpected, it's still a dark country <laughs> from our perspective, even though they, they represent the highest number of listeners. Maybe they like our accent, I don't know. But we also want more diversity in people. Now, all of those needs to be done. We need to head out to the rest of the world where our clients are and, and where our projects are. And also, as you say, absolutely learn from them. Um, mm. I do recall at Vedanta, when we first time met the CEO then, Deshni Naidu, she asked us that question pertinently when we went for a pitch with us. She says, who else are you busy learning from? You know, our work manager solution, which comes out of the, the uh, traffic control industry that might not be users you know those are the sort control, of, yeah, yeah that, that's the sort of things that we are learning but also as we say mind warp is not about mind not be it's about us all living together so that's going to be interesting NP. the diversity in people is something that that we realized almost in retrospect that that we want to expand on and that means we want more people from more roles we do want more ladies to join us on the podcast and, 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 and share their unique perspectives. We want more young people and more older people and, and maybe less people who are uh, right at the top at the moment, but others who can tell us about how hard it is to get to the top or how, uh, how rewarding it was to be at the top. And then we also want more diversity in opinion. So John said earlier, we like speaking to people who have unique opinions and, and maybe controversial opinions. Yeah. So environmental things and, you know, should coal be cleaned up or can coal be cleaned up or should we just get rid of it altogether? Should countries invest in nuclear energy and is green energy completely feasible yet or is it a pipe dream and so on? And those, are, those would be great to have on, wouldn't it? Yeah, and uh, will we make 2030, you know, with all the legal binding commitments that all the countries have made? And, you know, what will happen to mining in the last five years before then? You know, those types of things. Absolutely. Those economic strategies, uh, uh, we've been reaching out to a few industry contacts of ours who work in the in the world of uh, project sponsorship and, and so on. And, and I'm looking forward to interviewing those executives as well to learn about what's changing in the way that shareholders look at good and bad investments and so on. Then we talked about debt. It's, it's fairly easy to talk at a generalist level, but I'd love for us to jump into some specialist episodes with real advice from real experts. And then uh, I, I did talk about the, the, the dollar part 
investment specialists, what's in it, uh, what's in or out of favor rather, where's all the money gone? <laughs> Two years ago, I attended a conference in, in Toronto and they talked about uh, capital scarcity and how everyone's investing in weed stocks. <laughs> John, as we end this off, um, we've got an announcement uh, of sorts to make, and, and, and that is that we're looking into adding an additional string to the uh, MindWorld podcast's bow, uh, looking at, at digital leaders in the natural resources industry. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? And we have seen some of them on the podcast, but we have bumped into people calling themselves digital geologists and digital operators and digital contractors. I have a suspicion that uh, we will also have to add the word EG contractors. We're bumping into people like that. And we yeah. know it's early days. Let's tell the audience early next year about exactly which ones we are using. We will be uh, picking a hashtag. So uh, looking forward to that. And then uh, we would also like to venture into video somewhere in the future, MP. And um, let's see if that can happen next year. That's right. So as we're talking about technical things like that, I'd, I'd like to bring Yanri Lindbergh uh, on as well. Uh, for those of you who, who may not have heard her name, Yandri is our, is our producer, and uh, she's been involved with the MindWorld podcast right from the start. And behind the scenes, she's the one removing all the ums and ahs and, and cutting out the, the dad sections that, that John and I have to repeat 70 times. Yandri, welcome to the MindWorld podcast. Hi, everyone. It's great having you on. And... Um, Maybe you can share in a minute or so, you know, some of the highlights and lowlights and, and learnings that you've also had or, or gained over the past few years. Let me ask, uh, are we umming and eyeing less or more? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it depends on how well prepared you guys are on the day, but it's getting better. It's been a journey from learning new tools and editing software and understanding how to manage the sound. So I think if you listen to some of our first episodes, the audio wasn't that great. The difference between the intro song and the exit song and maybe even the pitch would be a bit crazy. But we got better over time. We learned, we improved. And yeah, I think we're in a place where we can really be proud of the product we're producing. For me, it's great to be part of industry such as mining that's usually a bit more unglamorous if I can say that and then to <laughs> be in a place where we can get together and celebrate creativity and innovation and showcase what our industry really can do and the way we can solve problems in fascinating ways for me that I think is the biggest highlight and it's really an honor to share that with the world. MP, new yep. hashtag that she's reminded me about now. Maybe we must take hashtag mining glam guru. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And as we talk about digital twins on, on the Mind World podcast, you've heard us use that term a lot. Uh, Yanri, you have gained a, a pair of biological twins, haven't you? Yes, and I think digital twins are easier to manage than real ones. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, is just back from maternity leave, and to her and her husband, um, congratulations on on your new arrivals, both of them, and we trust that they will bring you much, much joy. Ah, oh, thank you, guys. So, as we're nearing the end, before you guys leave, I think it's just fitting for you guys to tell us what books you are reading and what's on your bedside table. All right, so so I am quite interested in quite a few subjects that, that have to do with 
philosophy of things and how things work and why things work. So uh, I'm reading a book at the moment called uh, A Discourse on Equality by Jean-Jacques Rousseau, which is, a, which is a very old book, of course. It's a fascinating examination of the relationship between civilization and equality. Uh, so I find uh, looking at, at these uh, global movements very, very interesting. Another book that I'm reading at the same time is by a South African politician called Helen Ziller. It's called Stay Woke, Go Broke. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it is, uh, it's her opinions of, uh, of why things are going the way that they are going here in South Africa. But then I also just like a bit of fiction as well. So uh, it's, it's very common for me to be reading uh, a spy novel or, or, or something like that. Uh, I, I like that a lot. And I find it a good way to switch off and stop the mind thinking about all the other things. That's in addition to all the prepping that we have to do to to be ready for our podcast guests, of course. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, mine's going to be short. Uh, I don't read currently. I have a few books that are not done yet. And uh, one of them is Donut Economy. Uh, and uh, when I admitted that on LinkedIn the other day, the person that asked me to read it more than a year ago, was very shocked that I have not finished it yet. So I need to finish it. Otherwise, uh, my friend Ever the writer uh, would be posting about that on LinkedIn again. And uh, uh, yeah, so I heard that DRA Stasha said he's joining a, a reading club. That's probably what we need to do. I want to buy one of those new uh, Gen 11 uh, Kindles in the next month uh, to be focused about reading. I think it's really important. But uh, all my time, country, I've consumed on cinematography of all things, because I want to make a, do a video, a YouTube channel on health and on growth. Uh, we started with a very, very interesting topic to study into. Thank you for asking, Yandri. No, anytime, guys, anytime. <laughs> That's it for our episode. Uh, a year in review, actually three years review from my side. Again, thank you so much, everyone, for sticking with us. And we're looking forward to bringing you an improved quality as well as even more interesting guests and more interesting topics. We're going to be working hard to make this worth your while. Thanks a lot for sticking with us. You're going to have the last word, John. Thank <laughs> you so much. We are so privileged to have you. Uh, let us know what you think and uh, who else you want us to interview. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.